Welcome to Sweet Talk. This broadcast is brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts and the format is conversational. We will be having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. Now, let's get started with Sweet Talk. My name is Scott Stevens. I'm the business consultant for continuing education workforce training here at Idaho State University. I'm joined with Marty Stark of STS Electric, and we're here with Sweet Talk. And the, we have 20 minutes, and when the timer goes down, we'll, um, we'll have to end. But Marty, maybe we're here to kind of talk a little bit about like you and like your business, kind of a little bit about your background, and then also kind of how you got involved in the construction combine. And so. Maybe we could we just start with kind of you, like how you got into becoming an electrician and and then how we were able to rope you into the construction combine, which there's a lot of story behind all of that. There, there's a lot of story there. <laughs> um, I, got, I served an LDS mission and I got home and I needed a job and I didn't have any idea what to do. And, and growing up, we always trained horses and there was a guy that was getting his horse trained and riding lessons at our house. And he was an electrical contractor and needed an employee. So he hired me because he figured I knew how to work well, I guess. <laughs> and I worked for him for about a couple of months. And then I actually went to Jackson Hole, which is another offshoot, and came back and, and decided that that's what I wanted to do. But what I didn't realize when I started working for him, that you had to be registered with the state. You have to be uh, in, in electrical school in order to be a registered electrical apprentice. So I didn't know what it meant to be an electrician. I just needed a job. So as it went on, um, about a year, about a year into it, I realized, oh, I guess this is what I'm going to do. Um, <laughs> now, I, now that I've been doing this for a year, I, I figure that I probably better pay attention mm -hmm. a little bit. So to be an electrical apprentice, it takes about four or four and a half years before you can take your journeyman's test. Once you take your journeyman's test, in the state of Idaho, you can work four years before you're an electrical contractor, and you have to be a master electrician. Oh. So I was, I, through those eight and a half, nine years, I kind of migrated around. I, I went from Boise, where I'm from, um, moved to Twin, worked there for a couple of years, and then migrated across from Twin to American Falls, and then now in Pocatello, and we've been here for about, oh, since 2010. Oh, really? So all this, I started all this in 2003. Um, and anyway, for the guy that I was working for here, he lost a, a, a contract that he had, which I was one of the new guys and I got laid off. No big deal. whoop de doo I don't care. But coincidentally, at the time that I got laid off, I just coincidentally happened to be at the time frame that I needed to take my master's test and get my contractor's license. And I was also going to school to be an electrical engineer. So I thought, well, because I was trying to go to school, I thought, well, maybe I can be self-employed and work my school schedule and work schedule and, <laughs> and make the two work together. Well, I guess luckily nobody wanted to hire me as an electrician because I was going to school to be an electrical engineer. Mm. So then I started my own business 
got my licensing, got the insurance, got, got everything that I needed and started my business. And that went for about two years trying to go to school and be an electrical engineer or, or be an electrical contractor. And it got to the point where we were about to have our first child, our little boy, and it became to the point where it was either school or work. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do both anymore. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, I'll take this semester off because I don't know what it's like to have a little boy. <laughs> I have no idea how much sleep we're going to get, how many diapers we're going to be changing, and what hours all the of the night. Yes. They tell you, like, yes. Oh, yeah, they always say that you're like, I can't go back. You know? Yeah, what I mean? exactly. <laughs> it's the rounds yeah. down range. Yeah. So, so basically, I, I, I took that semester off. He was born in February. And then I never went back to school. Work got busier, work got busier. And now it's been January of 2020 will be eight years in business. And, and honestly, starting this because I didn't have a job, and which was really the reason why I didn't have a job. Nobody wanted to hire me. So to, to become what it is now, I, I never could have imagined. Hmm. What it is now, eight years later, is what I, when I started, I thought, well, if I, if I stay with this, what I am now was what I thought my end game was going to be. Mm. So it's really grown a bunch, more than I had anticipated, more than I had originally thought. And, and honestly, as far as the combine's concerned, when, when I heard about it on the radio the first year, <laughs> which was probably you blubbering yeah, on the radio, another good story. Yeah, another good story. I thought, you know what? If I can get in this, because you, you said we need these X amount of contractors in, in, in every aspect. And I thought, hey, this is a great way for me to, to get STS Electric kind of in a public eye, so to speak. And that's, what it, and that's honestly what it started as. And what it's become now, I mean, it's only been what, two, years. two years now. Yeah, we've done it twice. Al yeah, almost going on, three. So going on three years. Now it's become more of the first one that I went to, I was like, well, this is actually helping people. And now it's more, I, can, I feel like I, I need to continue it because Pocatello is providing me and my family with an income, which is great. And so now I feel like, well, if Pocatello is providing me with an income, I probably am and I'm willing to help with the combine mm -hmm. and try to do something back for the community. So that's what it's really come down to. But that's, that's a little bit of the story of how I kind of got started in all this that's really awesome like i think what's, what's probably the most surprising is that you heard it on the radio i think it's like you and gary are the only ones that listen to <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's terrible we're right i assume I, <laughs> but no. it, works. it works it works it works right it works. i can we can chalk that up to our marketing our marketing professional that we know that radio works right <laughs> You got, you got one person involved on that right? Absolutely. So and, and this is what's really cool. And Marty, we're really, really grateful because it was kind of the 11th hour. We needed an electrician yeah. and, and you stepped up, you know, that, that, that phone call was like, you know, bread manna from heaven or whatever. I believe it was like two or three days before. Yeah, I know. It was really close. We were getting ready to go through our walkthrough and I was like, we're not figure electrician thing out, you know? And, and so, but yeah, that was awesome because yeah, you came on and we had, we had you and like, you had a great idea of like how to do some training. I, maybe could you talk a little bit about that? Like I, this is, and maybe kind of preface this a little bit is one of the things I'm always so impressed with in the construction combine are our contractors that are involved and the innovative ways you are able to provide hands-on training. And so maybe could you talk a little bit about how you put together your training station? So as far as electrical is concerned, and I'm sure that this is, this is every aspect of framing, plumbing, 
oh, the concrete, the siding, I mean, everything, no matter what you do, there's so many aspects of it, it's really, really hard to condense it down into a two-hour course. So what I did is I just built this little wall. I think it was eight feet long by six feet tall or something. And I just told the guys, I says, okay, when you get here, you're going to wire an outlet, a light switch, and a light. And, and no instruction, do it. And, and see what they do. And uh -huh. honestly, with no instruction, I'm surprised at how three or four guys can go, hey, my light works, and so does the outlet. And, and we haven't had any fires, and nothing blew up, and nobody's screaming because their finger got sparked out on the outlet. So, I mean, we do it really safe, but I'm surprised at how well it works. But that literally is such a small aspect of electrical. And I try to have them, <clears throat> excuse me, I try to have them bend some conduit, which is a huge aspect you deal with a lot. Mm -hmm. Try to have them, this last year I had a, had a picture um, of a uh, um, uh, potato conveyor belt that I wired all the controls for, where it started and then where it finished. Hmm. And, and really all it is, is just trying to say, okay guys, there's so many aspects of this, you, you can't, it's really hard to get experience in all of them. So, so that was just an idea that I had, and, and there's so many things we could talk about. I, I thought of different ways of, of wiring little motors with a little little pot, that's what I control, but a little um, controller to watch the motor speed go up and down. Oh, really? I've just got to figure out how to do that one. But like I say, it's so hard in two hours to contain and try to share what electrical is to everybody and have a full spectrum of, of what it can be. You know what's interesting though is in that that two hours, what you guys have been able to do, you and then we brought Brett Crystal on last year. You were instrumental in um, bringing him on as well. But in that two hours, the electrical the electrical station and the electrical um, <clears throat> job, like that's what we see in on all the applications. Is I want to do I want to be an hmm. electrician. You know they see these these opportunities and that they see that it's not you know overly. It's not boring. It's very, mm -hmm. you know, uh, in interesting, and that you do really cool stuff. And I think that's kind of come from what you guys are doing in your in your stations with, you know, from wiring a lot and then showing how, you know, the electrical components work in these other situations. I think has been hugely valuable, and it's getting relayed back into the schools and people that are being involved in that. They want to be electricians. Right. So, it it is interesting. I mean, to look at the to look at the group of kids that you got there and say, okay. How many of you think about how to charge your cell phone and, and <laughs> yeah. how to turn on your computer and how to turn on the lights and run yeah. your toaster and, and you do it every day and you don't think about it and then when you you mention that to them they all kind of look at you like oh I didn't even think of that yeah and so then you go okay let's wire this light and it kind of is like it took me a long time to figure this part out but recently I really kind of discovered what I enjoy about being an electrician is I love watching the customer turn the switch on. Now, I don't, it doesn't matter if that switch is for a light in their bedroom or if it's for General Mills controlling the entire grain auger system that spills out into the trucks and fills them out. It doesn't matter. The switch and then to know that, that I did it is kind of gratifying. So to watch these guys turn on this switch and the little tiny light comes on and then they plug in something and the outlet works, they all go, hey, that's, that's kind of cool. We kind of did that. And it, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of fun to watch them do it and figure out how to do it with no instruction. And there's always some that I'll kind of watch over and say, hey, duh, don't, 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 don't do that way, guys. We're going to have sparks if we do that. <laughs> but they all figure it out and they all go, hey, that's, I did that. It's kind of cool. That's cool. It's a little bit uh, more deeper meaning to the light bulb goes on. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. both literally and literally the light bulb goes on and yeah. oh hey, I did that. <laughs> That's so yeah. Awesome. So anyway. <laughs> That's cool. It is fun to watch them kind of learn and, and to see, and I do enjoy that. Right that is part of the combine I do enjoy.
So tell us a little bit about STS Electric. Like, um, like you kind of you mentioned uh, before before we were coming in that you kind of you have you run the gamut of like different things that you do, and you kind of explained a little bit of that with like your training. But tell us a little bit about STS. Like, what what does STS mean? Is that and then also if you could kind of talk tell us about some of the different projects that you do in your business. Um, my wife prefers that I don't tell what STS stands oh, no. for. <laughs> we have to get cleared by FCC or whatever. We do. No, we don't have to get cleared by FCC. She just makes thinks it sounds kind of silly. So she prefers that I don't share that, but okay. I'll share it. Right. I'll share it. All right. She, she doesn't. Marty's she doesn't like it. Listening. We apologize up front. Sorry, we, we have to know this. We have to know this. So my last name is Stark. Electricians are called Sparkies. STS stands for Starkey the Sparky, which really, to me, is That's just awesome. to me is just like, oh, I'm, I'm electrician to her. She's like, don't ever share that ever. So I like it, and and to be honest with you, Starkey the Sparky Electric just was too much. Yeah. So we STS. condensed it down. I would thought it was like like super no. team no. specialist or something like that. Nope. Just Starkey the Sparky. Starkey the Sparky. That is perfect. That's, that yeah. could be like. Like a, you should get a bear. As your, um, <laughs> a bear. A bear. As your... Scott, what's worse is now it's going to be the title of the podcast. Your... It is. It is. I'm, I'm afraid that's where it's going to go. I can definitely see some type of mascot around that. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. A bear or, or some like like dog. Like a, My wife's going to hear about this oh, and man. I'm going to get yeah. in trouble. We're sorry, Marty's wife. <laughs> we find it really awesome. I do too. So, so, yeah, if there's any, if if our opinion is has any weight at this at the um, Stark dinner table, <laughs> then may hopefully we can throw that behind it or whatever. But that's really cool. But anyway, so, so talk a little bit about like what you do, like because um, you mentioned like you're involved in like commercial out, um, operations where you know it's a big big project yep. down to like you'll work with um, uh, property management just helping mm -hmm. fix electrical and and apartments and homes and stuff. So tell us a little bit about that. So when I first started, so this January, like I said, is eight years. The first five were just me by myself. So to take on big projects by yourself, because once again, I was thinking I was going to be an electrical engineer. <laughs> um, taking on big projects by yourself is, is difficult, impossible. Mm. So what I did is I targeted more of property management companies. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, um, Sportsman's Warehouse, they don't own the building. Mm. They lease it from a property management company. Mm. Mm -hmm. So then I, I went after, I ended up getting um, little maintenance contracts like Allstate. Um, there's another property management company. I don't know if I can mention them on this or not. It's I have okay. no I, idea. If, uh, Ax Axiom Property Management is probably okay. one of the first ones that I got. Um, and they have, have led me into, they have a lot of commercial um, apartments and stuff like that. Uh, but they got me into Allstate and BLM and Petco. Hmm. And so, so what that has become, and it's turned into things that I could have never imagined. Mm -hmm. um, I, and I don't even know why Hobby Lobby called a couple of years ago. So now I have a contract with them. Oh, wow. I picked up one with Cabela's here earlier this year. I got one with Starbucks earlier this year. So it, it's stuff like that, that commercial maintenance that I really like. Mm. It's easy. It, you go and do it. It's, it's troubleshooting stuff. And I like troubleshooting things because it makes you think. Mm -hmm. So... So after about three or four years, I started picking up um, more, more larger commercial stuff. Houses are, are fine, um, and I have a crew that actually does nothing but houses now, but um, houses are also kind of different. So I, I kind of like the commercial a little more. Um, 
but because of these commercial maintenance contracts, it's led into commercial work. So a few years ago, we wired Geronimo's, the trampoline park. We wired mm. both soda barns now. Um, we've done the remodels on Taco Bell in the last year, year and a half. Um, so so majority of our work here in Pocatello is commercial maintenance, newer commercial work, and, and about a, well, almost two years ago now, um, I have a crew, somebody was selling out in Idaho Falls, and so I bought him and his crew. And so they do nothing but houses up there. and and. So we've kind of got a good variety of, of things we do now. I've picked up a lot of commercial maintenance in Idaho Falls, um, and we have commercial maintenance here, uh, residential work in Idaho Falls, and we really don't do a whole lot of residential work in Pocatello. Mm -hmm. But for the little that we do, we have a couple. We just kind of shuffle around. And it gives everybody a good experience, mm -hmm. um, a good variety of things to learn, and I try to get the apprentices that I have working for me to get a variety because that's always good. I, it's hard to just... To just go, oh, I, uh, I'm an electrician, but I only know how to do this. It, it, when there's such a wide variety of things to do, it, it to me, to be an electrician, you or whatever you do, you, well, you want to learn every aspect of yeah. it. You want to be good at your job, and so I try to give them a good variety. And so, how big is your crew? Like you, you mentioned, you have a, a couple of crews, I guess. Like how many crews do you have, and like how big is a crew? The crew varies on the job. In Idaho Falls, there's four to six guys. Mm -hmm. Recently, we had two that decided they didn't want to work here anymore. Oh, that's okay. okay. Um, so we are down to we are down to six, counting myself. Mm -hmm. We were eight. I could use three or four more at this point. Oh wow! It's there's plenty of work to do. So it depends on on the crew. Here in Pocatello, I keep two to three mm -hmm. because the maintenance work and service works pretty simple by yourself, majority of it. When we run into something that's a little more difficult, or like the soda bar, and I'll bring a guy down from Idaho Falls, and then we kind of beef up the crew a little bit in Pocatello. But for the most part, we try to keep uh, a bigger crew in, in Idaho Falls because houses, they need to be done quick in order to be profitable. Mm -hmm. So we keep a bigger crew there, we get them done quicker, and then we can roll through quite a few of them that way. Wow. So, so the crew in Pocatello is a little smaller, but we're, it's just a variety of work that we do. But then you say you rotate. That's really interesting. And how's that kind of helped with like you mentioned? Like it's helped your team uh, <clears throat> stay like I guess engaged. Has it helped like with retention? Like giving them that kind of those opportunities to move around a little bit and have new experiences. It does a little bit. Uh, everybody gets a little bored doing the same thing all the time. I mean that's kind of kind of a standard thing. You do the same thing all the time. You get a little bored. At least I do. Mm, yeah. I guess I can't say everybody does, but I do. Mm. So I like a good variety. Um, it keeps it does keep them engaged a little bit. I had one guy that was that was just tired of doing houses all the time, and so now I've rotated him to Pocatello, and he's a phenomenal employee, and he works really good, and he likes it, and keep things going. I've got one other guy. The thing with the houses is it's very basic. So once they learn that, then I I try to give them a little bit of time to really learn that before we shuffle around and really start moving around, so they can have a good basis, very basic knowledge of what we need to do. So like a new person, like an apprentice, where, uh, do, how do you, if you brought someone on like a, a year one apprentice, year two apprentice, where where do they start off with you then? Like, do, do they start off more in like uh, working like in uh, maintenance and stuff, or do you work start them off in like a house? Kind of depends on the needs of the crew a little bit. Okay. Um, I've got one guy that travels from Pocatello to Idaho Falls every day because we kind of need more of his help up there. Mm. And he's just a brand new guy. Mm. But I've got a new guy that I hopefully will start next week, and I'll keep him here in Pocatello because we're kind of shorthanded. Okay. So once again, it kind of depends on the balance of what we need to do. If, if we need more guys in Idaho Falls, then I'll shuffle a couple up there and bring more down here. And if, if they're living in Pocatello, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to drive to Idaho Falls. Mm. But the needs are 
a little bit different too. And then if I've got a guy driving to Idaho Falls, I will compensate him accordingly and mm -hmm. make sure that his time's worth it to go up there. And here in a few months, I'll shuffle him around and try to get a, get him a little more knowledge because I think I think he's one that gets a little bored too. So it depends on the personality of the person, um, the type of work, and, and where the workload is really. So as coming in as an electrician, then it, 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 there isn't necessarily a good fertile like training ground, if you would. It, it sounds like you can get kind of mm -hmm. plugged into any situation mm -hmm. and, and make a make a difference in that on oh, that yeah. crew or something like that. Oh yeah, there's there's things you can learn everywhere, um, and and really. That's why I kind of like the variety because it keeps everybody engaged a little bit, keeps everybody going and gets, gets a different experience and, and it leads to a well-rounded electrician, so to speak, that in my mind just makes a whole lot more sense. It's more beneficial for me yeah. and for themselves. Well, right on. Um, well, we just came to the end of our, our podcast of talking about these things. We have like, I have like a hundred more questions I wanted to ask you, Marty, but um, we at least got out what STS electric stands for. And um, again, Key point. Marty's wife, we, we, we back Marty. We back Marty. Yes. That's a great, that's great. Marty, we, I just want to just tell you how thankful we are. I mean, like, we're glad that you listened to NPR radio. Had you not done that at KISU? We, you know, we wouldn't be here today and the, just the impact you've made in the construction combine, um, just, you know, your own things, what you did, you know, being a team player and bringing on another electrician as we expanded the construction combine last year. Just, yeah, we just think you're a phenomenal person and we're just really grateful for, for what you've been, what you've done for us in that, in the combine and just, yeah, being a part of our community. And so thank you. Well, thank you. And I appreciate it. And I look forward to the future. Excellent. Marty, if someone wanted to get a hold of you at STS, how would they do that? The best phone number, I have a website, it's sts-electric.com. Uh, my phone number would be 208 249 1745. Excellent. Perfect. Right on. Well, thanks again, Marty. We Thank really you. Appreciate it. Oh, I enjoy it. Continuing Education Workforce Training Suite is comprised of professionals dedicated to serving your educational needs. We understand that when it comes to your future, it's all about you. Because our staff and faculty have real-world experience actually doing what they teach, our students obtain the skills and knowledge they are looking for to be competitive in today's marketplace. For more information, please visit our website, ctrain.isu.edu. That is c-e-train.isu.edu. Or call us at 208-282-3372.